Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David and this is Evening Prayer for Monday, February 6th, the year of our Lord 2023, the season after Epiphany. The prophet writes, Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued support is helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this evening. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 42 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all of our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Invitatory. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise, the people say. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our evening canticle, the Fos Hilaron, on page 44. Together, O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Our psalm for this evening, Psalm 91, beginning on page 389 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, Whoever dwells under the defense of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, You are my refuge and my stronghold, my God in whom I will trust. For he shall deliver you from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence. He shall defend you under his wings, and you shall be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of any terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the sickness that destroys at noonday. A thousand shall fall beside you, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. 
Indeed, with your eyes you shall behold and see the reward of the ungodly. Because you have said the Lord is my refuge and have made the Most High your stronghold, there shall no evil happen to you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you in their hands that you hurt not your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample under your feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will lift him up because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will hear him. Indeed, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him and bring him honor. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 36. Jeremiah 36, verse 1. In the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a scroll and write on it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and Judah and all the nations, from the day I spoke to you, from the days of Josiah until today. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the disaster that I intend to do to them, so that everyone may turn from his evil way, and that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote on a scroll at the dictation of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord that he had spoken to him. And Jeremiah ordered Baruch, saying, I am banned from going to the house of the Lord, so you are to go. And on a day of fasting and the hearing of all the people in the Lord's house, you shall read the words of the Lord from the scroll that you have written at my dictation. You shall read them also in the hearing of all the men of Judah who come out of their cities. It may be that their plea for mercy will come before the Lord and that every one will turn from his evil way. For great is the anger and wrath that the Lord has pronounced against this people. And Baruch, the son of Neriah, did all that Jeremiah the prophet ordered him, about reading from the scroll the words of the Lord in the Lord's house. In the fifth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the ninth month, all the people in Jerusalem and all the people who came from the cities of Judah to Jerusalem proclaimed a fast before the Lord. Then in the hearing of all the people, Baruch read the words of Jeremiah from the scroll in the house of the Lord, in the chamber of Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, the secretary, which was in the upper court at the entry of the new gate of the Lord's house. When Micaiah, the son of Gemariah, son of Shaphan, heard all the words of the Lord from the scroll, he went down to the king's house, into the secretary's chamber, and all the officials were sitting there, Elishama, the secretary, Delaiah, the son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, the son of Akbor, Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, Zedekiah, the son of Hananiah, and all the officials. And Micaiah told them all the words that he had heard when Baruch read the scroll in the hearing of all the people. Then all the officials sent Jehudi, the son of Nethaniah, son of Shelemiah, son of Cushi, to say to Baruch, Take in your hand the scroll that you read in the hearing of the people, and come. So Baruch the son of Neraiah took the scroll in his hand and came to them. And they said to him, Sit down and read it. So Baruch read it to them. When they heard all the words, they turned one to another in fear. And they said to Baruch, We must report all these words to the king. Then they asked Baruch, 
Tell us, please, how did you write all these words? Was it at his dictation? Baruch answered them, He dictated all these words to me when I wrote them with the ink on the scroll. Then the official said to Baruch, Go and hide you and Jeremiah, and let no one know where you are. So they went into the court to the king, having put the scroll in the chamber of Elishama the secretary, and they reported all the words to the king. Then the king sent Jehudi to get the scroll, and he took it from the chamber of Elishama the secretary. And Jehudi read it to the king and all the officials who stood beside the king. It was the ninth month, and the king was sitting in the winter house, and there was a fire burning in the firepot before him. As Jehudi read three or four columns, the king would cut them off with a knife and throw them into the fire in the firepot until the entire scroll was consumed in the fire that was in the firepot. Yet neither the king nor any of his servants who heard all these words was afraid, nor did they tear their garments. Even when Elnathan and Delaiah and Gemariah urged the king not to burn the scroll, he would not listen to them. And the king commanded Jerahamiel, the king's son, and Saraiah, the son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, the son of Abdeel, to seize Baruch, the secretary, and Jeremiah, the prophet. But the Lord hid them. Now after the king had burned the scroll with the words that Baruch wrote at Jeremiah's dictation, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Take another scroll and write on it all the former words that were in the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, the son of Judah, has burned. And concerning Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, you shall say, Thus says the Lord, You have burned this scroll, saying, Why have you written in it that the king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land and will cut off from it man and beast? Therefore thus says the Lord concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, He shall have none to sit on the throne of David, and his dead body shall be cast out to the heat by day and frost by night. And I will punish him and his offspring and his servants for their iniquity. I will bring upon them and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem and upon the people of Judah all the disaster that I have pronounced against them, but they would not hear. Then Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote on it at the dictation of Jeremiah, all the words of the scroll that Jehoiakim king of Judah had burned in the fire, and many similar words were added to them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson now in the words of the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, page 45. In unison, My soul magnifies the Lord, Mary sings and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our second lesson, St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 4. 
2 Corinthians 4, verse 1. The apostle continues, Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful and underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God, not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what has been written, I believed, and so I spoke. We also believe, and so we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. For it is all for your sake, so that his grace extends to more and more people it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Page 46, the Nook Diminis, our response. Together, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepare before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of your people, Israel. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this evening's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and confess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 46. In unison, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven 
and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer, page 47. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, the people say, let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our evening suffrages, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord. That there may be peace in your church and in the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit and the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all of our life to Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. Page 603, our collect of the day from the fifth Sunday of Epiphany. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, keep your household, the church, continually in your true religion that we who trust in the hope of your heavenly grace may always be defended by your mighty power. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And on page 49, this collect for peace on this Monday evening. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom. Using these three prayers on page 51 to frame our intercessions, I invite you to join with me. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you. And men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. We pray this evening for all of those who have not yet received the gospel of Christ and for those who have never heard the word of salvation. Send forth laborers into your harvest, O God, and gather yourself a harvest of souls. We lift up those who have lost their faith and become hardened by sin or indifference. Stir up the embers that are in their hearts, O God. Fan them to flames and let these be saved. And we pray for the contemptuous, the scornful, 
those who are enemies of the cross of Christ and those who have persecuted your disciples. Forgive them, O God, for they know not what they do. Open their eyes and their hearts to the truth and let these be saved. And finally, we hold up those who in the name of Christ have persecuted others, that you, O God, will open their eyes and their hearts to the truth and lead all of us to faith and obedience to your word. These things we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now as we lift up our prayer list unto the Lord, keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. Stretch forth your mighty hand, O Lord, to heal, to deliver, and to provide for everyone who's calling upon your mighty name. May they find it to be a strong tower from the enemy. And all these things we ask for your love's sake. Amen. Finally, O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love that in companionship with one another your bounding grace may increase among us. Help us, O God, to love one another as Christ has loved us. And help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to take this love to a lost and a dying world. As you build your church, mighty God, let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord. But be sure and return and join with us at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 51. Together, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto you. And you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Evening Prayer at the Crossroads. 
a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.